Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know him from many podcasts, including The Thrilling Adventure Hour, Welcome to Night Vale, and the TV show Venture Brothers. It is Philadelphia's favorite son, Hal Lublin. <laughs> Hello. Hello to everybody in cities everywhere. Hello. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for allowing me to come when I, when I harassed you. I didn't harass you. Didn't I just went you. online. I was like, I would very much like to be on your podcast about you basketball. You politely was, asked, and we polite. were happy. We were happy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Um, you know, booking the show can be hard. So when somebody who is great reaches out and says, I want to be on the show, it's like, okay. <laughs> You're doing our job yeah, for us. <laughs> exactly. Any way I can help. Great. Yeah, and thanks for being inside with us on a beautiful day in Los Angeles. We could have taken is, the TV outside. We could have. That's true. <laughs> oh, could we do basketball outside next time? <laughs> next time, yes. Please. We just get a couple tall boys, get some lawn <laughs> chairs, and... <laughs> Get the grill going. Get the grill yeah. going. <laughs> that sounds like a beautiful afternoon. It does. So um, you are from Philadelphia, as was previously said. Yes. As your attire uh, tells us, you're wearing a Philly versus everybody shirt, which is so great. Yes. Um, so how did you get into basketball? I, when I was a kid, it was sort of the heyday of Julius Irving mm -hmm. when basketball was when the team was really good. Mm -hmm. So I that transitioned into Charles Barkley and I just sort of naturally grow up in Philly. That's a big part of our identity is we love our sports teams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basketball just made sense to me. I also play video games and the first EA Sports, the Lakers versus Celtics came out and that helped me understand, oh, there are other teams that also <laughs> play in this league regularly. <laughs> it's not just the Sixers and the Celtics and Lakers all yeah. the time. Yeah. And just the more going to games and watching it, mm. the more I fell in love with the sport and the team. And then when I went away to college, I feel like that's sports became a way to connect to home. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Then I was locked and loaded from there on in. Amazing. For yeah. Sure. How long have you been in LA now? It'll be 20 years on oh September 1st. Oh wow. My God. Yeah. Oh, I also moved here on September 1st. You did? Yeah. Wait. Not 20 years ago. No. <laughs> I feel like you two are the same person. We were just talking about, <laughs> okay, I asked I asked how to pronounce your last name because my family is from a place in Poland called Lublin, and you said that that's where your family's from. Yes. Which is crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I wonder if we are related. We may be. Do, do you have somebody in your family that does Ancestry.com? Actually, like I do have a cousin, like when I was there like a year ago almost, that she was like going through all, she had like done all the work of like connecting everyone online somewhere and yeah. she sent it to us and I don't think I opened it. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, in my defense though, like in my defense, we were going through it, but she was describing everything to me in Polish. And like half of the things were like descriptions of like cities I don't know and people I don't. And it was just it was very hard to follow. <laughs> Do you speak Polish? I don't. OK, well, it's a very difficult language. So right in my. Yeah, like it was just impossible for me to follow like what was going on. But but I mean, who knows? We could be our trees could be mixed up. Yeah. yeah. Those roots, they go deep yeah. and they're all entangled. <laughs> they're all entangled. We're it all is. one family. <laughs> it's a pretty small place, too. It's not a huge city, so. So there you go. Yeah. Nice. We are, we are one. Yeah. We're not in the same room right now. Yeah. We just keep taking turns walking in. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm I so did, confused. Yeah. I moved to LA in, on September 1st of 20, uh, 2013. Okay. Nice. So, there you go. so we have the same anniversary. <laughs> so the, the day that you were out celebrating, horseback riding, yep. watching fireworks, like whatever it was that you were doing. <laughs> well, I shoot the fireworks off the back of the horse. <laughs> Which I have to say, yeah. if you're not an experienced rider, don't do that. It's oh, it spooks yeah. the horse. Yeah. And it sounds hard. meanwhile, yeah. here I am flying in and I look out the window and I see a man on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> With a Roman yeah. candle in each hand. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, wow, LA just feels like home already. <laughs> <laughs> I bet we're related. <laughs> somehow. We must be. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, wow, this is, I feel like every year on September 1st, you two should go back to Lublin together. <laughs> we'll make a pilgrimage. I would. I, I think it's great. I love going there. I should check it out. You've never been? No, I never have. Wow. It's a cool city. Yeah. I definitely like it better than like Warsaw or something. It's way better than Warsaw? I think so. Is it the number one 
city in all of Poland? Mm, Are you prepared to say that right now? No, I like Krakow a lot. Okay. But my family would be pissed if they heard me say that. <laughs> edit, uh, that edit that out Gabe. or edit it in twice. <laughs> yeah. Put an echo on it. Yeah. <laughs> or um, we'll isolate Agata being like, Krakow sucks. And we'll just send that part to your family. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, I'm now I'm gonna get in trouble with my <laughs> with my ancestry tree. <laughs> They're all gonna come after me. <laughs> so, um, when you go back home, you see some Philly games. Yeah, I so I made a trip in January just to go see a game, and I had so much fun because my dad and I go. He's a, he's a, been a season ticket holder for 24 years. He and my mother they're. they're there's a famous video of Allen Iverson crossing over Michael Jordan, and my parents are in the background of that video <gasps> watching. Oh my god, I've seen that video a bunch of Me times. Me too. The quality is so bad <laughs> that it looks like they're just sort of sitting there, like like mannequins, <laughs> staring at it. And I had to ask at one point, I was like, "Dad, did you guys react at all? So it seems like you're not aware that it's happening." He said, "No, we were both very excited." Uh, but sh- my my mother's uh, passed away a long time ago. I'm so sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Was it your fault? It was, I did it. I, I did knew it. you did. I didn't mean to. Oh, there were so many clues. I was like, let me get it on that podcast. <laughs> the police are here. Let's move in. This is all a sting. Um, but I'll go home to go to a game with him. And we had so much fun that I booked two more games, two more flights. I love that. For next weekend and the weekend after. And, you know, hopefully the the coronavirus doesn't take us all yeah. by then. That's right. Oh, man. The whole the whole Wells Fargo Center will be tented. Over. <laughs> I mean, who knows? We'll see. Two weeks. Who knows what could happen in two anything weeks? Anything could happen. Literally anything. But yeah, and I hope Joel Embiid is back by then. Yeah, I, I was I was telling both of you I've never seen him play live. I've seen Ben Simmons a bunch of times, which is great. Simmons. But Sorry. <laughs> Bean Simmons. Bean Simmons. De Ben. Um, <laughs> I've seen him play a bunch, but I've not seen Joel yet. And Will I'm you tell excited. the Deben story? Oh yeah. So Furkan Korkmaz, Furkan Korkmaz, who's Turkish, mm-hmm. earlier this season he had a run where he scored I think 30, 30 plus points in two straight games. One time when he was interviewed afterwards, he said, "I made it rain." Then the <laughs> next time during the post game press conference, he was talking about Ben Simmons, who is one of the better passers in the league. He's like, "Did Ben pass me the ball?" Oh, so. I love him. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> love a good accent. Yeah, love a good accent. And there's so many good accents, it seems, on on Philadelphia's team. True. I mean, yeah. Coach Joel. Brett Brown. Yeah. Brett Brown. You got a Rhode Island. You have Australia and American mixed in Ben mm-hmm. Simmons. You mm-hmm. hear it every once in a while where he says, like, pass the ball. Yeah. Then Joel's yeah. great because he's got that French Cameroonian accent. Yeah. But taught himself English by watching Friends. That's a common, like, common thing for sure yeah like watching tv will teach people english yeah when you're a kid i feel like it was for me it makes sense also because joella bead's going always saying like can i be any more yeah. of the process <laughs> <laughs> he walks into a press and goes hi guys <laughs> everything to him is just a friend's reference yeah. and he's constantly cleaning everything he's a real monica turns out oh my we didn't god know. he's all of them yeah He's every every single last week of friends. He plays Smelly Cat. Yeah, I was gonna room. say Smelly Cat. Uh, what else are we? Who are we missing? Ross. Um, what does Joey do? I'm, oh yeah, he eats a lot. <laughs> he eats a lot of sandwiches. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He loves Ross, a sandwich, and he goes, sandwich. "How you doing? <laughs> what is what is Ross's job? He's like a he's bone a, doctor. He's a paleontologist. <laughs> he's a, he's a dinosaur doctor. doctor. Oh, he's a bone doctor. <laughs> you know me. I'm the bone doctor. <laughs> Everybody comes to see me. I'll fix your bones. Oh my god! Uh, perfect. Yeah, you have we nailed a, them. You have such a great voice. Like you, you do a lot of voice work. Yes, you have such a great voice. Did you ever think about going into like sports broadcasting? I didn't. But one of the things I'm that I do well if I'm doing ADR work, if I'm going into like loop stuff, is I'll do sports commentary because I'll just make up. I'm a fan of all the sports. Yeah. One time, I think for five minutes, I called a half an inning of a baseball game. Oh my god, amazing! <laughs> Just and nobody would hear it. It's yeah. way off in the background, but right. I, I don't. I felt like I never knew a sport well enough mm. to to call it play by play because those people seem really, really, yeah. really knowledgeable. Have you ever sure. played a broadcaster like in, in something? I haven't, but the producers out there, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm a. Ava- I'm on a veil. 
for you. You know, all the produce, the whole producers yeah. union. Uh, <laughs> Our whole audience is only producers. It's my, yeah. you, this is the bo- the basketball podcast for producers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so everyone should hire Hal. Uh, and us. And us. Yeah. Hire uh, all three of us. Yeah, we'll be the three person commentary team. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, I know almost nothing. <laughs> can make a lot of jokes. <laughs> You're the color commentary. Yeah. Okay. But then what am I? Because I'm a sideline reporter. Okay, that's Did great. You... Yes, I love being the sideline reporter. Because that's the Sixers are always like, now it's time to bring in the third member of our broadcast team, Serena Winners, with a report on <laughs> Ben Simmons' back. And then... Ooh, I want that one. I was yeah. just talking to Ben in the locker room. Yeah. He was laying down. He was looking pretty tough, but. Uh... <laughs> he said ouch three times. <laughs> he said ouch a couple times, and I uh, rubbed some. Ben Gay on his back for him. He was like, you don't have to do that, but I did it anyways. Back to you. (laughs) That does seem like more like you. I guess you can have it. Thank you. I offered some holistic remedies to help cure the problem because it's inflammation. So I gave him propolis and some water. It was great. I accidentally gave him some CBD oil. Please do not test him anytime soon. (laughs) I think they should be able to smoke weed. Yeah. I mean, that's what Kevin Durant was saying. I'm making the stand on this show right now. In game. Gabe's should. (laughs) Gabe's. Players should be able to smoke weed. Gabe's do smoke weed. Not to blow up your spot, Gabe, but. Our Gabe's does. All the secrets are coming out. (laughs) It's almost 420, so I know Gabe is getting that bowl set ready to go. (laughs) Gabe's Gabe's bleeping all of the sounds. (laughs) Why? Doing my live bleeps. <laughs> <laughs> the most redacted episode yeah. of Dunktown in history. But Kevin Durant, um, I think he does like own weed companies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But he recently said that they should all be allowed to smoke weed if they want. And I agree because it's like, it's legal many places. People use it for other more like medicinal stuff, even if it's just like anxiety, you know? Yeah. So why not? If it's not during gameplay, I think it should be able to smoke a bong on the court. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> While the clock's going, they each team gets one bong timeout. <laughs> the BTO's being called by Denver. Everybody's headed over to the sideline to puff that cheek. But it's only like one guy has to do the whole bong hit and hold it in his lungs and then pass it. Oh, no. <laughs> the rookie's on the end. He's like, oh, I get the last bit of it. Darn it. I'm barely even high at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were telling us the story about the Sixers rookie and the Popeyes. Will you? Oh, yeah. Will you share that, please? So, so Matisse Thibel, who is the rookie for the Sixers, part of his job when they're going on road trips is to take food orders from everybody. Everybody, generally from Chick-fil-A and Popeye's and then go get everybody's food mm-hmm. and he pays for it and brings it all. He has in. to pay for it? Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty common that the rookie like buys everyone food. I guess it makes sense that he's going to Popeye's then because yeah. he's like, <laughs> he doesn't have to, yeah. He doesn't have that much money. Right. He's yeah. a rookie. He's on a rookie scale contract. He was, he was like the 20th overall pick so he's not making a ton of money. And he already bought a Rolls Royce or something probably. Yeah. He's got a <laughs> right. fancy car yeah. and, and that little like purse that everybody carries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he, he showed up and had bought three loose biscuits <laughs> just I guess in case anybody wanted one. His, his story is nobody asked him to order a biscuit okay. so he just got a couple and it's you gotta get one biscuit per guy yeah at least it, well that's yeah. that's what tobias harris says <laughs> so it's tobias harris filming him and going matisse matisse how do you only get three biscuits <laughs> for an entire team of people there's 15 people there's only three biscuits and then he asks him where the fries are and just matisse is smiling as he's being tortured <laughs> and kylo quinn's got a half-eaten biscuit he's like i'll split this with anybody who wants it <laughs> Just torturing Aww. the rookie. I love Matisse Heibel. Yeah. He's very funny. Uh, and it seems you're saying that like essentially Tobias Harris is like taking him under his wing, right? Yeah. And he it seems like he posts a lot of videos of Matisse being a dunce, <laughs> essentially. Yes. Yeah, there's the famous uh, lo- accusing Tobias of stealing his phone, but it's in his pocket all along. Yeah. And I think he's constantly using his laptop or he's sending like a ping to it. So he's hearing it ringing 
But I guess he should set it to vibrate because it's touching his leg. It would still be vibrating on his leg. Yeah. That's even, wild. Even when your phone rings, don't you feel, doesn't it make yeah, the phone move yeah, a little bit? It does. That's so funny. Maybe he has dead leg. Oh, maybe. He should go see a bone doctor. Or <laughs> Honestly, I identify with him because I'm always being like, oh, I lost my phone. And I'm like holding it or I'm on, I'm talking on it or something. Or yeah. The other day I was like, I think I lost my sunglasses. And my friend was like, they're on your head. They were like up on my head. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, so you do a podcast about wrestling called Tights and Fights. Yes. Um, what's more dramatic, basketball or wrestling? Ooh. Oh, good. That's a good question. I think wrestling is more intentionally dramatic all the time. Mm-hmm. They're trying to create that tension. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when it's done well, it's great. But for me, a bas- I get way more tense watching a basketball game mm. from the first quarter on. So to me, that is a that is a greater personal source of drama because I get so I'm so invested in the team mm-hmm. and yeah. all the players that it it it's very unhealthy. It's yeah. just unhealthy. <laughs> I I get nervous sometimes. Yeah. Especially like going to games if it's like an important game. I get really nervous. <laughs> Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, we w- we went to one re- wrestling thing last year. We went to Pro Gorilla Wrestling. Oh yeah, um, Battle for LA. Yeah. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. It was it was really it was fun. So we had fun. such a good time. We had a friend in from out of town who he bought like four tickets and he was like, "I'm going to this. I don't know if you guys are interested." And we're like, "Oh yeah, we'll totally go with you." And then we found out afterwards that he was actually planning on selling those other tickets for a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> and instead he gave them to us and we don't know anything about wrestling but it was so much fun yeah we had a great time yeah you got to see the young bucks right probably the two brothers that kick everybody in the face oh repeatedly. yes mm, yeah yeah we also saw um joey janella oh joey yeah mm-hmm. which was and then there was some guys from mexico that were really acrobatic mm-hmm. that were super good i can't yeah. remember their name but um and apparently, like, Luchador, like, yeah, yeah, the, apparently there's a DVD that we might be in because we had to like pull our chairs away and jump out of the way a couple times because oh. we were really close to the ring. Yeah. And so we might be in that DVD. <laughs> we'll have to watch it. We'll see about that. Um, but who who like what are your some of your wrestling favorites? Oh, boy. Chris Jericho is my favorite wrestler of all time. I like The Rock. Oh, yeah. Your rock, your Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mm. I loved when I was a kid when he retired for the first time, and I had no idea that wrestling was predetermined. Oh, yeah. I, I wept. As a 10 oh. year old boy, I wept <laughs> that I wouldn't get to see Rowdy Roddy Piper wrestle more. Oh. So he, he's a favorite. And then who else right now do I like? I like Roman Reigns a lot. Ricochet's really good. All the women on NXT mm-hmm. are fantastic. They're just. This is a great time for wrestling because there's so much of it, but it's also exhausting because there's at least seven to nine hours per week to watch. Oh, yeah. And you have to pick oh, wow. what you sit and watch all the way through mm-hmm. and what you scan for for highlights. Yeah, My former like roommate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can't watch all of it. <laughs> My former roommate was really into wrestling and many days I would come home from work and he would be in the living room watching it. I'm like, how much of this is there? But I guess because now it's not, I mean, with the internet, I mean, you just have access all the time. Yep. Before it was like the pay-per-view occasional right. thing, you know? Yeah, now you're streaming yeah. it all the time. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to previously on basketball. So much happens in a week and we wrap it up in a tight little bundle <laughs> called previously <laughs> on basketball. Previously on basketball. Friends. Oh, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> Ross Geller bone doctor. <laughs> <laughs> they should have called the show that instead. Yeah. <laughs> the would, bone doctor. I'll watch that procedural. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> All right. Wish me in Gabe. NBA considers playing games without fans present due to coronavirus outbreak. Mark Cuban is fined $500,000 for confrontations and public criticism of refs. Tim Duncan steps in for Coach Pop, notches a win in his first game as acting head coach. Shaq reveals his hairline after losing a bet with Dwayne Wade. (laughs) 
Spike Lee to skip the rest of the season due to feud with Nick's owner, James Dolan. Zion gives his jersey to JaVale McGee, does not ask for JaVale McGee's jersey. Nets fire coach Kenny Atkinson. Joel Embiid earns a new nickname after an incorrect response on Jeopardy. Let's let's, let's watch this Joel. Jeopardy yeah. video. Joel Embiid in 2019 Joel. won the trademark Joel. for this nickname of his that also describes the 76ers' strategy of improving the team. Paul, what is do a 180? Nope. <laughs> what is the process? Wait, the guy, the guy on the left next to him looks like Kenny G if Kenny G had been like living in a cave for 10 years. He does. He has the longest mane of hair. And a bushy beard. Oh, my God. That was really funny. And Paul, uh, this guy, Paul, who answered incorrectly on Jeopardy, is so confident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did... Wait, who told him that? What prankster know. told him this but then information? Joel put it in his Twitter name. Yeah, which is so very good. funny. So cute. Joel do a one eighty Embiid with four question marks. Oh, I love it. So good. This, Amazing. You know, Joel's like one of the best Twitter follows when he's oh, yeah. engaged. And earlier this year, he was like, "I'm going to be mature." It was after the fight with Carl Anthony. Thomas. Oh right. I got to grow up. I can't have fun anymore. And it was miserable. He was miserable. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was miserable. But now he's back oh, to okay, good. flipping people off. And <laughs> that's what I want to see. Getting yeah. involved on Twitter. It's such a joy. <laughs> he's right. so funny. Let's yeah. l- let's hear LeBron talking about coronavirus. That might be like Who? Hmm? Who? Who what? Who what? We play games without the fans? Yeah. No, it's impossible. I ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got the fans in the crowd. That's what I play for. Play for my teammates. Play for I play for the fans. That's what it's all about. So if I show up to an arena and ain't no fans in there, I ain't playing. So they can do what they want to do. LeBron, they're still gonna watch it on TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> Does he not realize the games are televised? Oh, nobody's no. told him. No. Oh shit. He didn't know. He only does it for those cheers. <laughs> That's the whole reason why he's playing ball. He wants to hear the, he wants to feel the rumbling of people being like, yeah. <laughs> I think what they should do is just darken the arena except for the court and then just play like a cheer track, a laugh track, yeah. a boo track. <laughs> the DJ just has control over it. Also, why not just use uh, hologram technology? Have it be a bunch <gasps> of biggies and Tupacs in the crowd. <laughs> Watching the game. Yeah. Because we only have Biggie and Tupac holograms. That's so all we need. That's all what we else need. Do we need? Yeah. You're right. Who else do we want to play for, too? Yeah. Except I for mean, Biggie and Tupac's hologram. I feel like this can't be like if if this does happen, like he's gonna have to fucking play, like, right? Or he'll be in breach of contract. Well, yeah. and we're all quarantined. Yeah. We have nothing to do. We wanna watch you. <laughs> yeah. We can't go to work. We can't go out with our friends. We can't go to Disneyland. What are we going to do? <laughs> Those are the three options. Those are the three things we do. Yeah, that's it. That's all there is to do in this town. So we're going to be sitting on our fucking asses, on yeah. our couches, remote in hand, wanting to see Papa LeBron out there slamming some balls down. And he's going to be like, I don't want to because you're not cheering for me. How about this, LeBron? You have two choices. You can go play in an empty arena or you have to go on one of those cruise ships and play a game there. (laughs) Now all of a sudden it seems great to play. Oh, and no people. Oh, that's going to be such a, oh, because, you know, some of them yell at me and I don't like that. I'm very fragile. It'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it doesn't come to that, but... What's happening to this world, people? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> this will be, be a nightmare. But um, we have one more video. Let's look at Shaq's hairline. Let's just get it out of the way, America. <laughs> I had a bet against oh, my God. one of my good friends, D-Wade, Milwaukee versus the Heat. I said Milwaukee was going to win by 20 and the Heat won. And I said, well, what do you want me to do, pay you? He said, no. Nah. You got to let your hairline grow out. We want to see your hairline looking like Kenny Smith. Oh, <laughs> so I just, so I just lined it up for y'all so y'all can see where my hairline well, you starts. You look good. You look good. And I look color. good. And I'm proud to do it. And I'm keeping it like this all week. <laughs> the hell you are, Shaq. <laughs> I like that it's still kind of manicured a little bit. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. like still got the nice line. For sure. It looks like every part of his head except his hair was stung by a bee. <laughs> 
I mean, it's it's tough. Yeah, Jack. Oh man. But he could like he he's one of those guys. He could if anybody can do it, Shaq can do it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Who's gonna Who's gonna tease him for it? Well, and he's like he's such a like funny guy. He I, he's like legit funny. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like if anyone makes fun of him, you'll just like you know get razz him back. I think he looks great. Of course you do, Gabe. <laughs> Gabe loves when someone has a little bit of hair while they're balding. Mm. It's his favorite look. He loves a Alex Caruso, for example. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like a whisper of hair. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of hair is there. Because I, I would have thought Alex Caruso would have shaved his head already. Yeah. he's very young. Yeah. yeah. He? He's, a, he's a, in he his is. 20s. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure... Uh, what he's holding on to, but yeah. Chris Kamen too. Back in the day, he had like a comb yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, look, live your life. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Do what you want to do. Yeah. All right, guys, we've got something new for you. We're gonna start doing all star reviews, which is where we pick out our favorite review that you guys have written for us and share it with you guys. So this five star review comes from Finn Goose. I wonder if he's a real goose. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's called Co-Mayors of Dunktown. Dang, these ladies are so funny and charming. Anastasia and Agata got back into basketball and helped me discover my love for comedy basketball podcasts. That's not a subgenre of pod I ever thought I'd enjoy. Everything about this podcast just works. The killer theme song, the amazing transitions aided by producer Gabe, the Dunkies, Wild theories about players, the game recap. What more could you want? Hey, if you guys want to be like Finn Goose, and who doesn't? That guy or person? That person is really cool. Yeah. So uh, leave us a five-star review, and maybe we'll read yours next time. This week, we watched the Philadelphia 76ers at the Golden State Warriors on March 7th, 2020. Let's meet the boys. Let's meet the boys. Oh, great group of guys. <laughs> On the 76ers. 10, 9, 8, 76ers. Love that song. It gets stuck in my head regularly. It's great. It's a banger. It's a jam. We have starters Tobias Harris, Mike Scott, Al Horford, Shake Milton, and Matisse Tybel. And off the bench, we had Glenn Robinson III, Frickin' Korkmaz, and Haul Neto. That's right. We just learned how to say his name from Hal today. <laughs> Haul. Haul. On the Warriors. Warriors. <laughs> we have Andrew Wiggins, Juan Toscano Anderson, Marquise Chris, Damian Lee, Michael Mulder, Eric Pascal, Jordan Poole, and Dragon Bender, head coach Steve Kerr. Not playing is Steph Curry, who was supposed to be playing, but he's got a little flu. He's got a little bug. Hopefully, he doesn't have the Roni. Oh, God. Oh, I hope no. So. <laughs> is he, is he, he's, you think he might have the Roni? I no. think he might. Oh, no. He might. He oh, might. I hope not. I just heard a rumor that he did. Uh -oh. oh, my God. Just now. From me? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I heard a rumor, too. You it did? must be true. From me? If we both heard Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if we both heard it. Oh, it's it has like to Roni. be true. <laughs> it's spreading like I'm, I'm going to tweet it right now. Steph Curry has the Roni. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Kevin Hart said he talked to him yesterday. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he he was he said that Steph coughed all over him. Oh my god! And then he was like, "Just kidding." He was like, "Okay." Anyway, R.I.P. Kevin Hart. Yeah. You will be missed. Sorry. Always in our hearts <laughs> and in our minds. Um, let's go ahead and get into the game. So, uh, most important part of the game is that Kevin Hart was in attendance. Yes. <laughs> he um, was a huge part of the broadcast. They were like, let's talk to Kevin Hart some more. <laughs> constantly, <laughs> constantly cutting to him. Yeah. Giving him lots of time to just rant on and on. 
and he looks like he was wearing a shirt that looked like he he had just done a color run. Yeah, but like was real good at evading a lot of the powder. <laughs> It was it was like tie dyed, yeah, right, sort of, kind of lazy tie dye, lazy tie dye, little tiny brush. Yeah, I'm sure it cost like three grand or something. Yeah, of course, it's a they're Yeezy sweatshirts, right? Exactly, (laughs) it cost three thousand dollars. And we had Hubie Brown and Mark Jones uh, doing the commentary for this, and um, Hubie's just he's so old. (laughs) There's no other way to put it. Yeah. I mean, I still like him as as a um, announcer, but he's just an old man. What's going on, Hubie? Yeah, I I floated this theory while we were watching the game. I just want to get this going that he died in the early twentieth century and is a vampire. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell because he's sort of like Nosferatu over. He's got a hunch. Yeah, he yeah. looked very pale. Yeah, he looked like he was thirsty for Mark Jones's blood. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, look at him. We're looking at a picture right now of him. And like his eyes are looking in different directions because he's like just scanning for necks. He's scanning that room for necks. He wants a neck to chomp on. We're like, uh, hey, can we talk to Hubie Brown? They're like, Hubie Brown hasn't been alive for 20 years. (laughs) What? Can I say something? Um, Retire, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Sorry, I mean, I just you're you're old. You should be retired. You shouldn't have to work. Yeah, yeah, you should not be on a, a bad cruise. Way. Yeah, I want more. You seem fine. It's just you're old. Yeah, <laughs> just let Doris Burke do all the games. Uh, yeah. Legit, oh, oh my She's the god, best at it. I love her. Yeah, I love her. We need Doris Burke on more games. Uh, I feel like so many ladies are doing great as like the sideline reporters. Mm-hmm. I love Kristen Ludlow. She's a a wild one. And what happened to Cheryl Miller? She I used know. to call games. I haven't seen her in a long time. Is she coaching now? I think oh, she might she's be coaching. coaching mm. But she was fantastic. It's mm. like, let these ladies do more games. Yeah. So this game was uh, pretty neck and neck, I would say. For Almost most the of whole it. time. Yeah. The, these... With the Sixers slightly ahead for exactly. the entire game. Yeah. It, it felt like a loss. It felt like a loss right from the beginning. Really? Oh. You knew you knew what to look for. I, I swear that the equipment the equipment manager for the Sixers is the is the in the cursed tiki from the Brady Bunch. Because everybody's hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Three fifths of the starting lineup out. I know that the Warriors are have also been right. uh they've been dealing with injuries all season. But also all those bench guys have been playing all year yes. long. Right. As opposed to like our ragtag group of yeah. Of misfits. So. Of handsome misfits. The, the handsomest team in the league. Okay. Which, okay, if you had to choose one, who would you kiss? Oh, boy. This is tough. I have their two. I mean, really, I'd kiss all of them. Okay. They're all very <laughs> sweet. You're proud of all boys. of them. One would be Matisse Thibel. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's, very, he's a good-looking young man mm-hmm. and a very talented photographer. Okay. And the other would be Joel Embiid. Because mm. he's a star. That star power is very intoxicating. Yeah. Uh, and he'd and wrap those big arms around yeah, you. Yeah, he'd carry you around like he'd a baby. Carry me around, and then I'd take his hat, and I'd put it on my head <laughs> like an officer and a gentleman. Exactly. I'll, yeah. <laughs> that would be me. I think I would so kiss romantic. Yeah. Bean Simmons. Really? Bean Simmons. <laughs> He's a cutie. Deben? Yeah, Deben Siemens. I'm all about Howell Neto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's He's so handsome. He is a babe. He's your friend's dad. He's my friend's handsome dad Mm -hmm. with a Brazilian accent. Yeah. Do you see that uh, my friend's dad just got a new Audi? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's very very economic to have this car. He's he's fucking hot. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, also, you can't like... What's the term? Thumb your nose at <laughs> um, Al Horford. Mm. Yeah. Like that guy. Look at those eyes. Thumb your nose. You can't yeah. thumb your nose. At him. He's a baby face. <laughs> He's got the smoothest skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks great. Looking good. I mean, we could go on and we will. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what the show is. I'd kiss Toby. Oh, oh of course Toby. you would. Also, that's my boyfriend. You know that game. And I forgot my wow. husband, Mike oh, Scott. Mike Scott. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, bad boy attitude. Mm -hmm. We were talking about getting a tattoo to commemorate us being part of the Mike Scott Hive, and I think we should get his his kiss tattoo that's on his neck. Yeah, because it's just classy, you know. (laughs) That is one classy tattoo. Do you think when he makes out with a woman that she's just like, okay, gotta put a kiss mark right here? He's (laughs) like, you're not allowed to kiss anywhere else, but right behind (laughs) my ear. (laughs) Here's the kiss spot. Get in there. Yeah, or he's just like being very like, I like my. This is where I want to be kissed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's a series of instructions that go across the back yeah. of his neck. And the, yeah, the emojis actually tell a story. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people know this. <laughs> he's, you know, he's inked up but with a purpose. Yeah. yeah. Everything in there. It's like a little, like, it's kind of like a thriller and like maybe a little scary. You um, start at his pinky yeah. and you go on a journey. Yeah. And by the time you get to his toe, I mean, you're in. Yeah. And the toe says, Hubie Brown's been dead for 60 years. <laughs> So we had a pretty mild first half, um, but we got a lot of information about these guys. First of all, Shake Milton, young fella on the Sixers. Young fella. (laughs) This whippersnapper. (laughs) We found out his real name is Malik, Mm -hmm. and his mom gave him the nickname Milkshake while she was pregnant with him. She called him Milkshake, and then when he was born... Shakes just stuck. Precious. I love that. Because his father was the milkman. Mm, That was his father. His father played basketball. And he's really like, it's, he's a great story. In addition to having an adorable nickname and being again, very handsome man. He is. Yeah. He he would make a lot of people's kiss lists. Yes. Mm. But he, the last two years, he's been on a two way contract, spent most of his time in Delaware with the blue coats. And this year was the year he was upgraded to a four year NBA contract mm-hmm. and then was he got injured early in the year and then was out of the rotation and was told he wasn't playing at all after the all-star break Brett Brown met with each of the players to say this is this is what we're going to be doing for mm-hmm. the last third of the season and he's like shake you're you're great but you're not going to be playing I don't have room for you in the rotation then everybody gets hurt maybe he's been throwing them all downstairs is oh it my shake? god it's <gasps> shake oh my goodness no. I just realized Shake's been, uh, he's been sabotaging everybody. I just heard a rumor, Agata, oh that God. Shake I is too. throwing oh everyone down. I the same rumor. This is Confirmed. Put it on Twitter. Oh my please, God. Please, immediately. Blue check next to it. It is verified. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But he's, yeah, he's, he's getting great. all this court time because all these guys are out and he has proven himself, I feel like. Yeah, he's, he's one of the. Shaking it up. He's shaking oh. it up. He's shaking things up. Shake and bake. <laughs> I feel like there's so many good, so many good things you can do with him. Yeah, he's just his name. Yeah, his name alone. Milt Shake. Oh, nice. My Milt Shake brings all the boys to the yard. Do that one. It does. I like Shake and Bake because it reminds me of uh, Will Ferrell. Just those. (laughs) (laughs) Just like there. I don't know if this was a thing here, but like in in Korea, they had these like bags of like popcorn chicken and you would pour like seasoning and just shake it and they call yeah. it a shake and bake yeah, yeah that was here okay yeah yeah that was a, that's like a whole yeah you put the chicken in yeah i made shake and bake and i helped yeah that, that was, that was the i remember that commercial yeah it's like there a little kid is like and i helped <laughs> that kid didn't help <laughs> that kid no that, that kid, kid sucks nothing stupid kid gave it like one fucking shake and <laughs> oh good job you're, now you're a chef and what they don't tell you is he tried to shake the previous bag and drop the chicken everywhere. Oh, yeah. God. They don't show that as him, like, slobber crying. I, was, uh, I wanted to help. <laughs> and father's... And the, his mom's just yeah. like, well, why don't you help by cleaning up? <laughs> Dad's outside. He gets all oh, this fucking chicken I have to pay for it to <laughs> the garbage while we watch the commercial take yeah. place. I didn't even realize. Ugh, kids How are the I worst. get that? <laughs> I know. Thankfully, this shake is good at basketball. <laughs> So we end the first half with a 57 to 55. Sixers are up by a little. And um, we get a couple of good dunks in there in the second half. Uh, Juan Toscano Anderson got a big dunk. Mm -hmm. He has a great story. Everyone should look him up. He's in his 30s, and this is his first year in the NBA. And when he dunked, it inspired Agata and I. (laughs) If he can do it, we can do it. We're in our 30s. Yeah. We've never been in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so There's so many similarities. Yeah. So many similarities. Just six months ago, he wasn't in the NBA. Yeah. Just like we're not right now. Yeah. So in six months, you'll be Fast in the we NBA will dunk. and dunking. Yeah. 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 We also were coming up with a plan where we could, I could be on your shoulders and we'd wear a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to sneak into the NBA. Yeah. Because then we'll be like 10 feet yeah. or more. Mm-hmm. We'll be more than 10 feet. Mm-hmm. That's like almost to the basket. Yeah. And then we'll just be we'll, like, we'll, we'll say we have to wear this trench coat as part of our religion. Yeah. <laughs> they can't um, question you. We'd like one NBA contract, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. it'll work. I think it could happen. Yeah. We just need to practice. It'll definitely work. And when you switch so that each of you can dunk, mm-hmm. nobody's going to say anything because it would be rude. Yeah. Be like, you look completely different. <laughs> you did before you were be wearing like, glasses. No, we both have brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. And then um, we just have to practice like being kind of coordinated, mm-hmm. walking and dunking. <laughs> Yeah, we can do it. That 10 footer is just gambling over to the (laughs) barely able to stay on their feet. Must be all the weed we're smoking in game now. Um, In the third or no, the fourth quarter, Mm -hmm. the Sixers were doing deep three after deep three after deep three. Freaking Corkmaz was doing them. Uh, Mike Scott had a deep three. Yeah. Mike Scott Hive. You told us about his I ain't no bitch story. <laughs> yes. He said it during the playoffs in, the, in a game against the Nets where he hit a game winner. Mm. And then at the end of the year when they do their exit interviews and he was saying, yeah, I would love to come back here because he, he was his contract had expired and I love the city. It feels like a good fit. I've never had a I've never had fans like I do here. And he finishes and he gets up and then leans back into the mic and says, oh, yeah, one more thing. I ain't no bitch. <laughs> And that's why they kept him. That's that's when all of us were like, you can never leave. But the the one good thing right now for the Sixers, for Sixers fans, is that they are shooting really well from three. And they've struggled with that all year long. Yeah. So having guys like Glenn Robinson III and Alec Burks, who they got in a trade from the Warriors, it's nice to see them shooting shake. I think hit 13 consecutive three-pointers over two games. Mm -hmm. So there's at least that, everybody. Don't feel that bad. But it felt... (laughs) Once they're, once they're only up two at the half, it just feels like it's going to fall apart. And then that fourth quarter was, um, I mean, it was messy, terrible basketball all yes. the way through. Mm-hmm. And then that that fourth quarter, all of a sudden, Warriors in classic Warrior fashion, turn up the juice, yeah. um, take an extra sip from Michael's secret stuff, and <laughs> they um, just went off. And Damian Lee, um, I think, kind of started the momentum. He did this left-handed layup. Uh, Jordan Poole went crazy on the bench with his <laughs> pants hiked up. His pants pulled up to his nipples, yeah. essentially. Ed Grimley. <laughs> yeah. Ed Grimley. With his like arms over his uh, head. We just kept seeing reaction shots of him with those pants up. And yeah. great. <laughs> and then it. I think in the last minute of the game, the Warriors took the lead. And at the end of the game, uh, Damian Lee had a great game. He took a couple free throws or something, but he finished uh, pretty high. And then Eric Pascal comes over to him and we read his lips saying, you're a fucking King. Mm -hmm. What did I tell you? And then Jordan Poole comes over, shakes him, nearly kisses him on the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. His mouth gets really close to, he's just, it's on the cheek, but very close. So close. And then we thought, (laughs) when will we see a full on mouth kiss in the NBA? Player with on tongue. player with tongue. <laughs> I think it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be those two. Oh, I oh hope my so. God, that I was the so. meet cute. <laughs> and, and I'm not talking. I'm not talking about a romantic relationship. Although I'd be happy to see that too. Yeah. But I'm talking about a platonic kiss on the mouth, a celebratory. Yeah. Yes, like kissing a European grandparent. Yes, yes. So yes. Like, give me a mouth kiss. <laughs> De Ben gave me a mouth kiss. You give me a mouth kiss. Bean Siemens. And then the final <laughs> score is 114, 118 Warriors. <sighs> take it in at, in the last minute. That's right. All right, let's give out some donkeys. Cut wrenching. So sad. Donkey! <laughs> so the donkeys are awards that we give out for arbitrary categories that we make up on the spot. We always give out most points. Unfortunately, sorry, Hal. <laughs> it must go to, go to the Warriors. It's Fair. just how the rules work. It's how it is. I, yeah. I accept it. I knew coming on here. Yeah, okay, good. If you knew some different math that would make the Sixers win most points, we would Let do it. But Let us know. Um, we usually give out best dunk. What do you guys think? So there was that one um, who, who oh, it was Marquise Chris who did yeah. the big pullback oh, slammy yeah. boy. That was yeah. really good. Um, slammy that was... boy, I love that. He did the pullback slammy boy. He did. The old pullback slammy boy. <laughs> pullback slammy boy. That's a new dance we're starting yeah. to. <laughs> the originators of the slammy boy yeah. met on a podcast. That's true. <laughs> um, but you know, also uh, that inspirational Juan Toscano dunk. Yeah. Um, there were. I mean, 
there were a couple big ones, but I'm feeling got to be Slammy Boy, Marquise Chris. Yeah, I, all the good dunks in the game were by Warriors for I'm sure. Sorry. They're, they're, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's just sorry. a lot of soft dunk. You know, Ben Simmons is the guy who brings Ben Simmons. Simmons. Thank you. Ben Simmons brings the thunder. <laughs> the thunder from the th- down he's under. The thunder from down under. He has some great nicknames, by the way. They call him the Wizard of Oz. And then I came up with Lockadile Dundee because he's such a good Ooh, defender that nice. nobody uses. I don't know why that. We'll hasn't. start there. Please, please Did start you say calling Lizard him Lizard of Oz. Uh, he's the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, okay. He's the Lizard of Oz because he's part gecko. He uses his tongue, uses his tongue. to slam the ball down. Yeah. <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like you said Lockadile Dundee. Lockadile Dundee. I love it. See, there you go. We love a nickname on this show. Did you know that he has a candy room in his house? I did know that. What? Do you think he's eating all that candy? If he's not, he should. Or have <laughs> me over. I'll eat your candy, Ben Simmons. All your weird Australian candies that you like. I would love to yeah. try a little piece of all of those candies. They hey, look great. Uh, ben, we know you're injured. You're not playing. You're listening to our podcast, uh, binging it. Have us over. We'll eat candy with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'd love to. I'm going to be in town starting Friday morning until Sunday afternoon. I'm free. I'm going to the game. I bet you're going to be at the game. Probably. Just have me over to have some of that candy. <laughs> give me some candy. And give him some extra so he can bring it back for us. Give some extra candy. Yeah, give extra candy. Yeah. But then let's all go to, together. Yeah, of course. I mean, I want to go to the I want to go to the candy room. Sure, of course. You, Who doesn't want to go right, to the candy room? Right, of course. That sounds terrible. <laughs> you want to go to the candy room? I'll take you to the candy shop. <laughs> Remember that song about great song blowjobs? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, all right, I want to give a donkey to. Uh, I want to give a donkey for best name to Dragon Bender. Yeah, great name, amazing name, killer name. And we actually came up with a bunch of great spinoffs of his of his name. Yeah, the Last Dragon Bender. Yeah, uh, girl with the. Dragon Bender tattoo. <laughs> How to train your dragon bender. I mean, we could go on. Yeah. And we will. <laughs> Welcome to the new after show. <laughs> All right. Do you um, have any? I do have some. Okay. Um, I would like to give a uh, a donkey to uh, Jordan Poole for best sideline antics. Oh, yeah. Mm. I enjoyed his pantomime. He had the he best pantomime. Pant. Oh, my. Oh. Yes. See, d- pants up Same high. Thing. Same thing. <laughs> That's what that word means now. Yep. Hiked <laughs> pants, doing chants. <laughs> Jordan Poole, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Um, Gabe, do you have any? Yeah. I I don't want to offend the city of Philadelphia. I don't know if oh this is an we go, Gabe. institution thing, but I have to give the Please Sit Down Award to Mr. Sixth Man. <laughs> Um, on the sideline, uh, Gabe. I, Hal is standing up and turning red. I'm beat red. I'm as red as the six man's jersey. Seventy six on the back of it. I just, I, I, I like his enthusiasm, but I'm distracted by him the same way I would if like someone in front of me at the movies was like checking their phone. Oh yeah! Imagine sitting behind him. <laughs> he was holding this like massive sign in one of the playoff games, maybe yeah. all of the playoff games last year. And I was just thinking, like, I would hate to be, I, like, spend a ton of money for the second row. Right, right. <laughs> right you're, behind And him. you're just blocked because of this fucking guy. Yeah. At least he's not Drake. Uh, true. He's a million times better than Drake. That's true, true. But he's a, he's a slumlord, right? Or a potential slumlord. We don't know. Look, if there's potential. Yeah. There's certainly potential. And we don't know what properties Drake owns. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Who knows what Drake is doing? Uh, I'm not defending Drake. I think he's done some fucked up stuff, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a fan of the slumlord uh, rich guy, which is like the the guy who goes oh, yeah. to all the Lakers games. I always forget his name. Um, you know, I don't know enough about the six man to know if he's bad or good. I I think I like to think of him as a positive for it. He created affordable student student. Oh, that's he wasn't great. Gouging. Yeah. Okay, he that's cornered good. the market on it. I guess I'm just like. I'm I'm just We're, used to people being sure. so fucking horrible. Yeah. Look, he could have killed three people on yeah. his way to the state. I have no idea. I yeah. don't know him personally. But the good news is you get plus one point, whether it's a positive True. or negative donkey. So um, I'm actually going to give a handsomest friend's dad to Neto. Mm. Uh, he's which, so handsome. Which one of your friends is his kid? Um, Jessica Netto. <laughs> <laughs> of 
course. But Jessica's the friend you just go over her house to see her dad. Like you yeah. guys and you're like, really I want to have a sleepover at your house. Yeah. I actually had um, a friend named Sarah Dragmeyer. Hey, Sarah, I don't know what you're up to now, but um, my family was friends with the Dragmeyers. And her dad was this huge, like, ex-football player, kind of muscly, athletic guy. And I was, he was very handsome, but I was scared to death of him because he was also very, like, serious dad. Right. And we would be, like, choreographing dances to Madonna songs, and he'd come in and be like, can you keep it down? And I'd be like, oh, my God, this giant man is going to break me. <laughs> so shout out Mr. Dragmire. <laughs> Thank you for not. Dragon Bender Meyer. <laughs> thank you for not killing Anastasia. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, who wins the donkeys? Well, I mean, I hate to say it, but the Warriors have four and the Sixers have two. <laughs> oh. can, I, can I just give the Sixers one more? Yeah, thing? but can give them, you can give them two yeah. more. I'm going to give Brett Brown the casual uncle award because mm, okay. he always has that open collar. He just looks like he's like, yeah. that's how he goes to like your wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on board. Good job. I'm very interested in your wedding. <laughs> I also want to give, um, you know, I want to give Brett Brown another word, actually. Wow. Because he looks so tired. So I'm going to give the <laughs> Get Some Rest Award to Brett Brown. In which case, I'm going to say Brett Brown wins the donkey. <laughs> okay. Right. Two-time winner, Brett Brown. Oh, my God. Amazing. Congratulations to Brett Brown. Donkey Hall of Famer. He's got Brett some Brown. bags under his... Ooh. Ooh, anything to hear that song again. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, next week we are going back to the Staples Center to watch the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Los Angeles Clippers on March 14th. So watch that game. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. Zion's going to be out there spanking everyone. Just and spanking hopefully me too. <laughs> we'll put our butts out yeah. there hoping yeah. he spanks them. And we'll see. watch out for that one-way jersey swap at the end of the game. Oh, amazing. <gasps> who's it going to be with? I wonder. Uh, pick pick the player who's deepest on the bench. <laughs> yeah, it'll I be like... He, I, I feel like he just was like bummed out about losing and like wasn't even thinking. It was just like, yeah, you can have my shirt. <laughs> I do he think... He wasn't trying to make a statement like, you're not worthy. <laughs> I think he's a socially awkward guy For i think sure. he's a shy boy he's so young he has no idea what he's doing yeah he doesn't know he's supposed to give lebron a hug right javel <laughs> mcgee's probably like cool i don't have a i just have two shirts now <laughs> should i wear them both i mean javel should have been like automatically like here's mine right yeah it's part of it's yeah. on him yeah that's true yeah he didn't even act like he was gonna take it wasn't even untucked no you're right you're right. It Is was it, like yeah. stuck to his skin. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we hope to see it in, again in action yeah. if the game doesn't get canceled or the, you know, the crowd part of the game doesn't get canceled. Um, so we're going to watch it. I mean, we're going to be there. You're going to watch it and um, you're going to listen to us talk about it. You're going to watch it and you're going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> and we do want to make an official statement. If coronavirus causes a quarantine, we will continue Dunktown until... The world ends. We're going to be in Dunktown Bunker, <laughs> six feet below the floor, and we'll just keep recording whether you're listening or not. And you better be listening because yeah. we know you have nothing else to do. You're you home. Ain't, you ain't no LeBrons. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like LeBron, no. Like you you guys are going to be home and you're going to have nothing to do and you're going to be listening to us. Hey, we won't have anything to do. Maybe we'll just record like 24 hours a day. <laughs> True. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh. Um, all right, let's get into our mail basket. Today we have an email from David M. He says, Hey guys, my favorite team is the Sixers. They are wonderful baby boys and Brett Brown is an absolute fucking treat of a coach to root for and I hope they never fire him. But the Sixers are injured and lose all their road games and overall are just a bit much right now. So I just want to talk about J.B. Bickerstaff, the interim coach that took over the Cavs. He's kind of a deep cut of an NBA personality, but one I think deserves attention. His dad, Bernie, is a moderately successful NBA coach slash exec who's bounced around the league. And now JB has now been the interim or assistant turned head coach of three teams. The Bickerstaff name is synonymous with stepping in for dicey coaching situations, which is incredibly appropriate. Their name is Bickerstaff and they get jobs when coaches fight with front offices. <laughs> if you can think of other NBA people whose names are autobiographical, like that. I'd love to hear them. 
Love the pod and on many levels have accidentally adopted the Clip Clops as my second favorite team because of you guys. Aww. <laughs> love Dave. He didn't say love, but I'm putting it in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Dave. Dave, great email. Great question. Um, hilarious insight. Baker staff. The staff's bickering. I mean, they got to come in. I, right off the top of my head, I'm thinking Lonzo Ball. His last name is Ball. He balls. He balls. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got Trey Young. He's is, Trey Young. He He's young. Trey Young in French. Yep. Dragon Bender actually bends dragons. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I've heard of that. Yeah. There's that. I, just, I also want to say to Dave, first of all, I love you too. Thank you for writing me. <laughs> Second of all, hang in there. It's going to be better. Because it can't get any worse. Aww. Yeah. Everyone's going to get well soon. Yeah. And then we're going to be real scary in the playoffs for a round and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to see Joel crying again. Oh, yeah. It's going to be sad. Jojo. <laughs> That's when you have to kiss his tears away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anybody else have any autobiographical names? Gabe, you know any? Well, um... Earlier, I looked up that um, Antetokounmpo means king from across the seas in the like Western African language. And that's oh. him. He is a king from across the seas. Oh, my God. What about uh, Antoine Walker? Oh. He walks. He, he's he walking. Walker. Yeah. I bet you he's committed <laughs> traveling before he's walked. He walks with the ball all the time. <laughs> that's awesome. I had my childhood doctor was Dr. Goodsight. And I was like, why aren't you an eye doctor? What are you doing? Oh, my God. What a missed opportunity. Yeah. For real. All right. Great question. Thank you, Dave. Love you, too. <laughs> if you guys want to send us something, you can always email us at hi at dunk.town or you can leave a message on our cutie hotline 903-420-DUNK. Or you can send us uh, whatever you want to our mailbox. Make sure it's not anything weird. <laughs> Please don't send us weird stuff. Yeah. Oh, no worries. Yeah. Nothing what yeah nothing that we're gonna open and say what is this don't send us coronavirus either yeah no perishables and no rony mails thank you uh the address is 1920 hillhurst avenue number 105 la california 90027 it's on our website if you didn't write that down um Hal, thank you so much for being here. What a treat. This was a joy for me. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Oh, it's our pleasure. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, you can uh, listen to my podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. Those are Tights and Fights, the aforementioned wrestling podcast. And we got this with Mark and Hal. Uh, Max, when is this coming out? Wednesday. Uh, Max Fun Drive is right around the corner, which is your opportunity to actually support those shows. Also, I have a third podcast called Good Morning Night Vale which has a Patreon. We are uh, It's me and two other Night Vale cast members re-listening to the show episode by episode during breakdown. So you can support us on Patreon or listen to us. Both would be appreciated. Amazing. Nice. Yeah. Very so cool. much good stuff. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, gosh, what do I want to plug? You know what? I just got caught up on This Is Us and no one I know except for one person likes this show because, but here's the thing. I call it crying porn because if you want to cry, this show will make you cry. And I, I really enjoy that. I like the fact that it'll make me cry. So, um, episodes are starting up again soon. If you want to cry, start watching cry with me. What do you want to plug? Um, I'm going to plug Below Deck, which is one of my favorite shows. It's about it's a reality show about people who live on a super yacht and they have to um, deal with uh, people booking the yacht for like rich people booking the yacht for a few days at a time. And then it's like the crew of the boat and all their antics. Um, And it's great. If you love reality shows, it's amazing. Where can I watch that show? It's on Bravo. Okay. Only it, on Bravo? It's only on Bravo. Okay. <laughs> it Do is, you work for Bravo? I, I I basically should at this point. I love, I don't watch any of the Housewives, but I watch all the other shows basically at this point. Um, and Below Deck is one of my favorites because it's a bunch of crazy rich people. Um, and then the uh, the crew is just fighting, hooking up, all the crazy stuff. All the drama you yeah, love. Yeah, all the drama I love. Gabe, anything you want to plug? Yeah, uh, there's a recipe online where you can make uh, mushu vegetables with like a bag of coleslaw mix. So just look that up. It's mushu in moments. And it's really easy to make and actually really tasty. (laughs) And I helped. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. 
I, it's just like Gabe to plug a recipe. He used to, when he lived here, would make us meals all the time while we watched basketball games. <laughs> Those <laughs> We'd were the have days. like oatmeal and stuff. <laughs> Those were the days. All right. Well, thank you again to Hal. Yeah, and thank you. Thank, thank you. you to all of our cute listeners for coming on this journey with we us. We really do appreciate you. You guys are awesome and we love interacting with you. So thanks a lot. That's true. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram, Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website. It's dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. 